Hello, welcome to another episode on Heal Thy Feminine podcast. My name is Angela, and on this podcast, I help women um, discover and heal trauma from their inner girl, their inner child, in order to better tune into their femininity, own their feminine energy, and attract the love that they desire. So I'm going to be doing a two-part episode. Um, This episode, I'm going to be discussing boundaries. Next episode, I will be discussing the standards. Okay, now I want to really talk about these and distinguish them and give them each ample amount of time because they are very much um, confused with each other at different times. Um, Definitely within the relationship space when people say, oh, you should set standards, you set boundaries. And a lot of people are confusing them as well as the uh, coaches that are... um, the coaches that are speaking about these topics. So now boundaries um, are things that you will not accept. They are lines that you draw in the sand, right? They are boundary lines. Like in the street when you're driving, right? Um, There's lines that keep you in your lane, right? And then there's um, more lines that keep the car next to you in their lane, right? So if you want to get over to the next lane the way you're supposed to do it, and everyone doesn't do this, but you are supposed to signal and wait to a safe, you get the go-ahead, the safety to move into the other lane, right? And so that is the importance of boundaries, right? And that's supposed to prevent accidents and you know, and just make driving a much safer and better overall experience, right? So when it comes to human experience and particular relationships, it's very important, especially as women, to set boundaries, right? So what boundaries do is they protect you from accidents, right? They protect you from getting hurt. Now, it's not foolproof because, you know, there's nothing foolproof in life on this planet. You know, nothing is 100%. But this boundaries have a higher percentage of protecting you from hurt, from accidents, than not having any boundaries. Probably close to 100% chance of protecting you, right? If you stick to them. Because you can't just set the boundary and then forget about it. You have to stick to the boundary. So... For example, boundaries basically are things that you um, are things that you set in place in order to protect yourself, um, in order for you to thrive safely in a relationship with someone, in order for you to get your needs met with that person, in order for there to be mutual respect and appreciation between you two. So, for example. If you are dating a man and you have this boundary of, I do not allow men to come to my house, right? So maybe you place this boundary because 
you know, you don't want to engage in sexual activity with the man too soon. Or maybe you have children and you don't want your children to be exposed to men that you're just seeing until it's more of an established thing. Maybe it's just a safety thing for you. Maybe you're just like stranger danger. Um, Maybe you just don't, for some reason, just don't like the idea of a man being in your house for whatever reason. Now, this is also something I want to say really quickly about boundaries, right? Um, boundaries just to be things that are particular to you, not what someone told you you should have a boundary about. Now, some things maybe you could take into consideration and say, okay, that's a good idea. Um, maybe I should make that a boundary as well. But those should be very, um, the minority of boundaries you have. Most of your boundaries should be things that apply to you and what feels comfortable for you, not coach so-and-so said this. Um, expert so-and-so said this oh I read this in a book right like because when it comes to the boundary you have to implement it and you have to stick to it if you want the other person to stick to it mostly and it's going to be really hard and unmotivating to stick to a boundary that's, that isn't coming from an intrinsic motivation which means that it's not something that you really want to do or something that you really care about like, for example, in the example I'm giving you, if you don't care if a man comes to your house on the first or second date and you're just like, you know what, the sooner the better, then if you heard um, someone say in a book or um, a coach online say, well, you should not let men in your house, you know, until after three or four dates or until something like that. And you say, OK, well, that boundary makes sense, even though I really don't care if men come to my house, but I guess it would make sense. So. When it comes time to a man saying, oh, you know, he drops you off at your front door and he's like, oh, can I come in? And normally you're like, uh, I guess I don't really care if you come in. But because you read somewhere that you shouldn't let a man come in and it doesn't ring true to you. So this is the thing about picking up boundaries from other people. Now, if someone says that you should have a certain type of boundary or gives a suggestion for a boundary and then it speaks to your soul and you're like, you know what? that's true, I should have that boundary, and that boundary feels good to me, then implement it. But if you hear someone say a boundary, and you're like, eh, nah, I don't really prescribe to that. I, I don't think that that applies to me. Then honor that as well. So if you don't think, eh, you know what, I don't see the big deal in letting him in my house. Like, I'm, I'm open to having sex on the first date or whatever. So I don't really see the big deal. Like, we had a great time, blah, blah. So when it comes time to implement that boundary, he's like standing on your front porch. And he's like, oh, you mind if I come in for a nightcap or whatever people say these days? Um, then you're going to be like, you're going to have this cognitive dissonance with a psychology term that's going to really make you feel torn. And it's going to make you feel uncomfortable because internally you don't have an issue. But what you're trying to do is force a concept onto your psyche that is foreign to it. So you're going to feel very anxious and uncomfortable. Um, so and your body language is going to be awkward and weird. So you're going to feel like, oh, you, you're just going to be like the angel devil on your shoulder where it's like, um, oh, I, sh I, I should have this boundary of not letting him in. I want him to take me seriously. You know, it's not a good idea to let him in. Then you're going to have this boundary and then the other part of you is going to be like, you know what? 
I mean, you want to have sex with him, like you, or you're open to it. Maybe you're open to it. If he doesn't try anything, great. He's a gentleman. If he does, you're down for it, right? So you're more than likely going to let him in and not hold true to that boundary, right? And then what happens when you set boundaries um, and you don't stick to them? You lose self-respect, right? You lose a little bit of your own self-esteem. So, and when self-esteem comes self-love and you just really don't, and this is where a lot of people start feeling bad about themselves. So say he comes in, you let him in, you sleep with him. And then, you know, you're going to feel guilty because you're like, oh, shoot, I had this boundary that I shouldn't have slept with him. And then you're going to beat yourself up and you're going to further lose confidence in yourself, you lose self-esteem, you're going to overthink, and that's probably going to spill into your interactions with him, right? So then he's going to feel um, kind of like off about you and maybe pull back. And then you may interpret that as, oh, he was playing games. Oh, he only wanted sex. Oh, he's not interested. See, I should have stick to my boundary of not having sex, which may be true. I mean, it may be true, but the thing is, is that you're going to internalize that. And this is something that really weighs heavy on the inner child because the inner child is really success, success, susceptible sorry, um, to things that you internalize because it makes it your fault. And then it just furthers the wounds that you have, right? And so you just become more of a wounded individual and you keep attracting circumstances to you that further um, um, shed light on that wound because really what these circumstances are doing is holding a mirror to this wound and saying, here, this is what you need to fix in order to have the life that you want. So really setting and holding true to boundaries is really a test to see how um, you know, heal or whole your inner girl may be. Because if you're able to set healthy boundaries and keep those boundaries, you get respect from other people. Even if they may not like it, even if they stop dealing with you, they still in the back of their mind respect you, right? You know, you may set a boundary that, oh, I'm not having sex with anybody until um, we're in a committed relationship or until we get engaged or until we get married. Now, that may not be um, acceptable to a lot of men who are in the dating game. They may want to have sex right away. They may be like, okay, well, I can wait, but I'm not going to wait till marriage or whatever, you know? So they may say, okay, well, we're not compatible, right? Um, and so, but at the back of their mind, they respect you. You know what I mean? They really respect you as a woman to stand up for yourself, you know, and they may double back at one point and be like, you know what? That was a good woman. You know, let me um go back to her because the rest of these women I'm not really connecting with because a lot of women out here in these dating games are not holding boundaries and therefore not respecting themselves. Because if you're not placing boundaries with men, that's showing that you do not respect yourself, that you do not love yourself. And it's actually a form of self-hate. Okay. Because there's either love or fear and in this world. And fear is demonstrated in many forms, but one of the main forms is hate. And so if you're not loving yourself, 
you're, you're giving into some type of fear about yourself, some type of insecurity, some type of hate, and that manifests into self-hate. You may say, oh, well, I like myself. I think I'm cute. I think I'm attractive. But that's surface level liking yourself. I'm not talking about liking your hair. I'm not talking about liking your nails. I'm not talking about liking your tone of voice. I'm not talking about liking, you know, things like that. I'm talking about a true, true, genuine, like fondness of yourself. And really, because you can't love yourself and not hold to boundaries, right? Because think about this. When you love someone else, you want what's best for them, right? And you respect them. You may not like the things that they have to say. You may like not the things you may have disagreements with them, but you respect them and you want the best for them. Right. And so if you love yourself, you respect yourself and you want the best for you. And so if you have a boundary that I do not sleep with men until I'm in a committed relationship or until I'm married and you feel like this is the best way for me to protect my heart because I love myself. I love myself and I do not want, I want to guard my heart the best I can. And there'll be some situations where I still don't sleep with the man. He still play me. But those situations be far and few in between if you stick to this boundary, right? It'll be far and few in between and it'll be easier for you to bounce back. It'll be a lot easier for you to bounce back when you don't have sexual energy with people, with men. So you may feel your ego may be a little rejected. You know, you may feel a little upset or frustrated with the dating game. But in the day, you don't feel like heartbroken. You're not like devastated. You're not like, oh, my God, like he used me. Like you don't have that feeling, right? Because you set that boundary that I'm not sleeping with someone until I get the relationship that I feel is worthy of me giving my body in return for, right? So what you want to do is you want to understand that boundaries are lines that you draw in the sand and you say, okay, I'm going to be on this side and you're going to be on this side. And this boundary is what's going to protect me. You know, it's not a wall. Walls keep people out. They can't go. It's a boundary, which says that people can come on the other side once they meet the qualifications of your boundary. Right. So in the instance of a man coming into your house, now maybe you have children and you don't want him in your house until the relationship is serious because you don't want to introduce your children to a whole bunch of men, which is a respectable um, ideal. Right. So you're going to say, OK, well, I don't feel comfortable with the man. So this is a boundary that you set with yourself. I do not feel comfortable with men being in my house until we have dated for six months. He's been consistent, he's been showing up, and he's been proving himself to me for six months. Then he can come into my house, then he can meet my children. Okay? So there's no right or wrong here. It's what, it's what, this is where we get into our feminine energy. This is, it's what feels good to me. What feels good to me? It feels good for six months. Okay, so it doesn't matter if someone else tells you you should do it at three months. It doesn't matter if someone tells you you should do it at nine months. If six months feels good to you six months it is six months it is so what you're going to do is you're going to tell yourself okay so i'm not letting a man into my house until we've dated for six months he's been consistent he's been showing up he's been showing out 
and he's he's slowly progressing the relationship forward. I feel like at this point I can introduce him to my children. Cool. So at two months when he tries to come over your house, your boundary you should you should have it drawn in the sand. He's on that side of the boundary. You're on the other side. Up. It's only two months, and you're not really taking me out enough. You're not really being super consistent, even at that. So even if the six months come and he's not consistent, and you've gone on like a date once a month with him, okay, he doesn't meet the boundary, right? He doesn't meet the specifications of the boundary in order for him to come on your side of the line, right? So he still should stay on his side, right? But if at the six month mark. He has he he's consistent. He's showing up. It's six months. Okay, you can allow him to step over to your side, right, and invite him in, right. So that's how boundaries work. They allow you to get respect on the outside from other individuals, and believe me, they will respect you even if they don't stick around or they don't comply with it in the form of just being like, "This is too much." I'm not signing up for this, which is their right, right? They're not right. They're not wrong. You're not right. You're not wrong. It just is what it is. Everyone is entitled to live life the way they deem appropriate, right? As long as they're not hurting other people maliciously and things like that. That's my philosophy, you know? And even if they are hurting people maliciously, they still have the right to live life the way they want, you know, but we'll just all suffer the consequences of our actions. But at the end of the day, everyone has the right to live life the way they want. So if he is a man who's like, you know what, I need to see a chick's house by two months or I'm going to think something up. He has that right and he's not wrong for that. But you also have the right to say, I don't want somebody in my house before six months. And you're not wrong for that. And you're not right for it. And he's not wrong or right for what he wants. It's just we have the right to have our own boundaries because that could be his boundary. Right. So in respect in having someone respect your boundaries, you respect their boundaries, even if you and their boundaries um, clash. Right. Then you just have to say, OK, then we're not meant to be. Right. If your boundary clashes with someone else's boundaries, you're not meant to be in a relationship with them. And this is any relationship. This is a romantic relationship. This is a friendship. This is a working relationship. This is a familial relationship. Okay. This is acquaintance type relationship. If your boundary, if you have a boundary, you can see and someone else has a boundary and yours and their person clash, that is an automatic sign. That you and that person are not meant to be in a relationship. Whatever the relationship is. You can keep it cordial if it's work or something like that. But to actually um, continue to try and do it. Because at that point you're forcing things. And at some point someone's going to get resentful. Someone's going to be feeling disrespected. So you know, you allow the person to come on your side of the boundary line. Once they meet your specifications of crossing over to the boundary line. Right? Like I said in the beginning with... You know, when you're driving your car, you're in your lane. Now, the way you're supposed to drive, which a lot of people do, but the way you're supposed to drive is that you're supposed to signal to let the person know that, hey, you're going to meet the qualifications to get over in their lane. Then when when they either let you over or you feel it's safe to move over and you feel that you've met those qualifications, you get over into the lane, right? No accidents happen. You're able to drive smoothly. 
traffic keeps flowing great right so this is the thing with your boundaries when that when you're when you're when you see the blinkers and it's safe you can allow the person to get over in your lane no accident happens you stay safe and everyone gets to their destination right so that's what i want you ladies to think about when it comes to boundaries and this is very important because and you and when it comes to feminine energy you have to do what feels good to you do not do a boundary because you heard it somewhere unless you heard it somewhere and it feels good to you, right? Because we get inspiration from the outside. So if someone, if you hear on a video, if you hear on um, a show, you hear on a book or, or reading a book or something, a boundary, you're like, you know what? I never thought about that, but that boundary makes sense and it feels good to you and it feels like something you want to implement by all means implement it but if you hear a boundary that doesn't feel good to you and you feel like oh you know what this isn't really applied to my life or you know what i just i just don't like i just don't vibe with this boundary you know for whatever reason for example if some people are like um you know there's a there's a thing where people are like um the first um for the first date or whatever you know some people are like oh you should have allowed the man to pick you up or whatever right um and your boundary could be like no on first dates um actually scratch that that's not because actually saying someone should pick you up is not a boundary it's actually more of a preference so sorry 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 a better actual boundary would be um, I don't kiss on the first date. So some people may say, oh, you know what? Like in order to really see if there's like a good connection between you and the guy, go ahead and kiss, kiss him or let him kiss you on the first date. Now you may say, mm, especially with coronavirus, I don't know. Um, or, you know, I just don't, I don't feel like, Kissing on the first day is something I really feel comfortable doing. Then do not implement it just because someone else you heard that it would be a good way to establish if you have connection with someone, right? Don't say, okay, I don't really know if I have connection with someone. I remember somebody said that I should kiss somebody to see if I have connection. You're going against your boundary. You're losing self-respect. You're not showing yourself love. But if you hear that and it feels good, you know what? You know what? I like kissing. I like the uh, kissing is very important to me so that's a good thing i'm gonna kiss him or i'm gonna you know give him some kind of green light to kiss me on the first date to see if there's a connection there you know it feels good that feels good right so then you can implement that and say it doesn't necessarily mean it's a boundary but you're like i'm open to him kissing me right i'm open to him kissing me so um so i hope i hope that makes boundaries clear right Okay, because there's there's confusion in this dating space, in this, you know, healing space even about what boundaries are. And I hear a lot of people telling people to set boundaries and I hear a lot of people talking about boundaries and they're confusing them with standards or preferences. Um, so next week, I'm going to talk about preferences. But this week, I just wanted to go over boundaries and really give them their own platform because boundaries, remember, they draw a line in the sand and they keep 
that person over there and they keep you over there until you feel safe for that person to come over on your side of the line because they have given you the correct signal, the correct turn signal, the correct moving over signal. And they have waited for you to give them the green light, the go ahead, the safety to move into your lane and you guys can both travel in the direction that you need to travel in. All right, ladies, again, thank you so much for another great episode. Now, please, if you if you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please subscribe. Please share it with your friends and on your social media platforms. Until next time, have a great day. Bye bye.